Okay. All right. We got some people. We recorded it anyway. Yeah. We were talking. We're going to do uh, Ryan Pug with Kevin to watch Stu Peterson's Died Suddenly and commentate on what all is kook, spook, or accurate in that film. But we were also talking about uh, just long-term effects of COVID, like the brain damage. All Anybody that had their olfactory center messed with, with either ultra smell or losing smell, technically was given brain damage by COVID. And then we've got this increase in sudden deaths among athletes and things. And there's so many exaggerations about that, that people are debunking the exaggerations and then saying, see, there's nothing to see here. It's like, no, man, there obviously is. We, it's very hard to get the stats on it. Like I can get the stats from 2018, 2016. I can't get them for 2022 because when you try to look it up, all you get is Snopes like articles saying, there's nothing to see here. This has been debunked. And I'm thinking, well, I can't put any credibility in those results because these are the same people that told me Kyle Rittenhouse shot black people and that Russia hacked the election and all the other crap. So I'm like, well, if you only allow one conclusion, then that conclusion has no validity. But Kevin was talking to me about, uh, I asked him, what the hell's going on in China? It seems like they're losing their minds. And tell them what you said about, like, I forgot completely oh yeah they had their own backs didn't they yes so you know the issue we have or, or what pe- well it's you have to take everything with a pinch of salt right now uh, is a lesson we've learned in this what well, is ostensibly an information war at, at this point um but yeah they had their own vaccine candidate uh sinovac um it was uh adenovirus type vaccine no 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 sorry it was an inactivated viral vaccine so they culture the virus they inactivate it with a compound similar to formalin and then um it was dished out and there was um look the chinese authorities say you're going to get a shot um you, you get a shot but the um what, the, what we've known in the literature for over a decade is that it doesn't matter what type of vaccine you use, whether it's the classical sort of inactivated vaccines, which is, I think, um, measles, uh, polio are often in, inactivated uh, viral vaccines, or the newer technologies, uh, which are gene transfection technologies, divine, basically arose out of trying to do genetic engineering. Um, The same phenomenon always happens, and it's called antibody-dependent enhancement. And the um, so they vaccinate, get exposed to the pathogen, and then wait a while, and then expose the pathogen a second time, and the disease is much worse, so much so that in, in the experimental tests that they basically set a sort of 100% lethality rate. And I think that's probably a lot of what we're that's seeing. similar to how like certain antibiotics can create super diseases if it doesn't wipe it out on one shot. 
Uh, so it's it's not so much a change in the uh, the the nature of the virus itself. It's that what what happens. So you have to imagine that antibody. It's like a small Y shaped peptide, and once it binds to the receptor, uh, the spike protein which carries the receptor binding component, it, it, it essentially sort of forces it open. So it's easier for it to latch onto cells, and you know, the, I, I guess, I guess I could see avenues for evolutionary escape to leverage that that type of mechanism. But it's the point being, it was a well understood phenomenon, and the the idea that you could vaccinate was just it was just sort of it was written off we, we couldn't do it the idea that, that well when people have more sense the approach was to look for therapeutics but you know as we're what's become abundantly clear is that everything we see about the pandemic um is is essentially it's all been driven by military Topics. planning yeah. well, that as well i'm sure that plays a big part in it so the you know the contracts are coming out now and um and the so the, the in, in the case of the us and the west and in the us in well, particular well that relates to conscription like talk about what netanyahu said to peterson remember that mm. so israel has conscripts but that's also a perfect way where you for at least the I think it's men and women too, like you get everybody of a certain age has to register their data, you know, to go into the arms services. But you can mm. gather genetic information on all those people too. Yeah. So you know, that's um as we were discussing the in that um interview he did with Peterson that you and Pug were looking at. There's a sort of 30 second soundbite I pulled from it where he he basically says that he offered Pfizer uh, this opportunity to you know use and these were his words to use uh, Israel as the lab for the world and what you know look Netanyahu doesn't know shit about biology disease etc he's just a politician and <laughs> He, he thinks that this these come off as um, I don't know. Uh, well, he, he literally uses the phrase um, "Israel really will be a light." Stupid person! Like, did you hear his fucking biblical history about stuff? Like, I always thought these people were just atheists that use religion to fool the morons on the bottom, but no, they're morons, and they believe it. They're not. They're not like tricking people. Like he honestly thinks that was Jewish land three thousand years ago because of King David or whatever. <laughs> like, damn. It, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know enough about the biblical history to. Um... It's not history. I mean, it's just mm. mythology. It's it's like saying because Alexander the Great believed in Dionysus, Dionysus was real and he are, and he made it all the way to Afghanistan. Like, no, Dionysus is a made-up god of snakes and wine. He was never a real person. Sounds like my kind of god. But... Yeah, pretty cool. I mean, venom and, and, and alcohol, but 
uh, Alexander's mother worshipped Dionysus, uh, mm -hmm. Philip the Great's wife. They, um, I was going to say, King David is about as real as King Arthur. Like King Arthur is definitely a, a prominent cultural figure, and the, the stories of uh, the Knights of the Round Table and Lancelot and stuff are interesting and fun. But there was no Camelot or Merlin the Wizard. Oh, it's someone that hails from the British <laughs> Isles. I might have to. Uh, <laughs> how dare you, sir? I'm offended. Uh, uh, there's no Robin Hood. There's no uh, any of that. <laughs> well, I, I think there were, you know, the myths. The closest and thing like to ever come to Robin Hood is Ron Paul. And he did not rob the rich to feed the poor. He robbed the government to give the poor the money the government stole from them in the first place. Mm. Um, <laughs> were, were that to happen, we would be in blessed times. But. Um, we have a lot of sheriff in Nottingham's, though. It's called the IRS. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I was, uh, I was, someone dropped it in, the, in my Discord yesterday. I'd seen it. Before, I like the just... King Arthur stories. Like, I like, I think they're Excalibur, all that Sword in the Stone or Lady in the Lake, whichever version you go by. Really fun. Mad Madam Mim, all that crap, the wizard duels and stuff. Very fun. Harry Potter is very fun, but you can't years later take that as historical documents. Like, yes, at Hogwarts, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, 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 no. It's not a real place. But they do that. Um, Sam Samson killing a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey, and he had magical hair, and he could break the pillars with his arms, and King David killed a giant with a sling. Like, none of that shit happened. But they take it as, like, a work of history, instead of mythology to grant themselves land by saying yeah we were here three thousand years ago so we have racially inherited this piece of dirt that we haven't been on uh since ancient times and you weren't really there then either uh, yeah the palestinians actually lived there with continuity and his real historic record nah, you're just temporarily holding it for us they kept saying that oh the arabs didn't really do anything with it what are you talking about these it took the British three different uh, raids in World War One to get into Gaza. Um, One of the most powerful militaries but... in the world at the time, by the way. Um... Stronger, stronger than America. America was not a superpower in World War One. America was twenty eighth. No, I mean that that was the heyday of the uh, the British Empire. Its ability to go and put gunboat off your shore. But the... I think you know France and Germany were stronger, and the Ottoman Empire and Britain about you know who knows. But they that was top four. Had a hard time getting into Palestine, Gaza, which was part of the Ottoman Empire at the time, but it was still Palestinian was living there. Spoke mm. Arabic. Well, that's speak, that's they, the they don't speak Turkish. That's... They're part of the Ottoman Empire, but they don't speak Turkish. You know. <laughs> That would be the uh, the debate, though, right? That they that they get into. So you know, the Palestinians were they Jewish? Because there's plenty of Christian Palestinians, and um... well, Christianity is not an ethnicity, though it's a religion, and so they're Arab Christians, right? But they're mm -hmm. all, they're Palestinian nationally. Like it's kind of like you know, not all Virginians are Americans, or not all Americans are Virginian, but all Virginians are Americans. Not those Palestinians belong to the Ottoman Empire. Mm, uh, yeah, I have I have many there were a debate Jews there, but they're 
yeah three, that's that's three the to thing. four percent you know of the country was jewish you know it wasn't like a state that's the uh the, the phony issue though right is that they, they they will claim sort of historical um artifacts that are are found there uh, dude when i was there that's I, silly, I remember though. that's like well there were some romans left in britain after x number <laughs> of generations so let's return all what the romans have done for us <laughs> i'm saying like, like there are probably some celts living in rome after they sacked it for a while you don't get to acquire the land though like through that mm. I was up watching the other day. So, oh yeah, it, it's the, really gonna um, be like a thousand, two thousand years from now. Saying, well, there's still a few Japanese living in Korea, and a long time ago, for a brief period, Korea was part of Japan. So that's now Japanese. You couldn't do that. I think in uh, in this sort of instance, though, it's a case of might makes right, and right. isn't, isn't oh, that yeah. always the case with? My counter-argument to might makes right is might also makes wrong. Yeah, but... If might makes whatever there is, is because of might, <laughs> wrong or right. Mm, yeah. And, you know, the... Well, you, you know, this is a discussion I've had a, a few times, which is, you know, look, I'm, a, I'm as critical as... Uh, the next, the, the next uh, member of the uh, Dawson crew as to uh, Israeli, how uh, should we say, uh, expansionism. But you know the question. The question becomes, what what's the real, what's the adult way to sort of solve this problem? And and you know the the sort of push them into the sea argument is not a. No, it's agree. not a constructive one, right? I, but it's... I, I do believe they have a right to exist at this point, just in the way that, like, you couldn't give America back to the Indians, right? It's just mm. too mm. too far removed, too bad. But the thing is, why can't you just live on the same piece of dirt together like every other country? Why do you have to have uh, that's, separate that's laws? The re- that's the religious... Separate high the religious component, schools. dude. It definitely is, and I don't agree with that religion. So, mm, well, look, look, should, it's the same on both, both sides. Both live there, and it's not a Jewish state. It's a state where that's majority Jewish, fine, whatever. But like, you have to have equal rights, regardless of a religion or ethnicity. That's mm. all you'd have to do. Well, it, it, so the 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 counter I used to get to that was well, Arab Muslims in Israel. Do you have voting rights, etc.? And they they would say, "Look, we've got Arab members of the Knesset." And uh, yeah, well, we had black senators when there was. So what? <laughs> and it it doesn't the... matter about voting rights because the laws you have inequality in the law. Like, first of all, the West Bank's not even, it's not part of Israel proper, and you have. Jewish only settlements. So the real estate is divided based on ethnicity, not on who bought it or private property rights or anything. It's just mm-hmm. based on you are not allowed to live here unless you're a Jew. That is mm-hmm. racial apartheid. They have yep. separate laws for one group versus another. So you might have a token Arab in uh, the government or something 
so what? I mean, it's like, okay, that doesn't fix it. So, um, yeah. The, uh, for, a long, that, for a long time, we had closet homosexual. Well, I'm not going to make these analogies, but like, if you're going to have regard, even if it was completely Arab and they made the same laws for some reason against their own interests, it would still be inequality. You got to have mm-hmm. equality under the law. And so you and, can't have favoritism about real estate and education and even the ability to what all uh, road you can drive on. They have laws against uh, inter-ethnic marriage. Only Jews can marry other Jews. Like, you can't get married if you're a Palestinian and a Jew. Like, it's pretty fucked. Uh, d- d- not in Israel. So that that's the, the laws in that respect are complex. So the if you get married outside of Israel... So basically, the law is a non-Israeli or non-Jewish can't marry a Jew in Israel. Right, it won't right. be recognized. But if you get married outside of Israel, the the state will recognize the marriage. And you, you got to leave the, the country and get married. Yeah, yeah. So I can't I can't remember which island it is. That's you know, it's the probably closest. Cyprus. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's Cyprus. But basically, they were just yeah. You can uh, you can walk around there, and there's there's advertisements to uh, fly. You know, packages that, that you can go and so like. It's kind of like the one child policy law they had in China. Like, you're not allowed to have a girl in China. So they just yeah. go to Korea and Japan or Vietnam and have a kid and then come back to China as soon as it was old enough to fly. Yeah. Um, Which messed yeah. up the birth rate statistics in Japan. Like, oh, the birth rate's dropping. I'm like, no, it's always been like that. You're just not getting all the Chinese babies anymore. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, do, do they need them? <laughs> How many is there? One point no. four billion. <laughs> they could, that bush well, could remember, do with pruning. I know some. Um, so there's a two. This is weird. Two female engineers that are done. No, this is not a joke. There are two fem, real female engineers. They do exist. They're unicorns in Nara, and Nara has like a nanotech center, and they're super dorky, smart chicks. And they were sisters, but they had different last names. I'm like, are you stepsisters? They're like, no, we're sisters. I'm like, well, how come her name is, I'm not going to say it, and, and her name was, I'm like, oh, hmm. well, because, and I were like, oh, I looked at, they're around my age, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, how were you born in China anyway? <laughs> they weren't. Mm-hmm. They were both born in Japan, and they mm-hmm. just made up, they just lied, and yeah, so you can't be sisters. And you know? the the... The state rules are, um, well, yeah, restrictive, I would say. But, you know, I, 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 I come at this from a nationalist perspective, right? I've always been in that sort of camp. And um, the, uh, the idea of sort of selecting for in-group preference, I'd like to, I'd like to see more of it. In my country, right? You know, I I can look at the UK as a as an example of a country that's gone too far the other way. Oh, to I the agree. point. I think the difference is, uh, it isn't their country. Like, it would be more like Britain moving to the middle of uh, Saudi Arabia or something, and and then selecting for whites. It's like. The, 
that this isn't Europe. Yeah, so the, 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 and this is the <laughs> and all the, these the, Jews came from like Poland and Hungary and stuff in the forties. A lot of them don't even speak Hebrew, and it's like you're not Middle Eastern. You have to wear. But there, there, there are all outside. all shades all shades in uh, in in Israel. Dude. White that was people, that was. No, it's not. They're white people who identify as Jews. I'm like, yeah. Do you? When I lived there, because. Because I had to, I had to uh, slum it. I I had to live next to Ethiopians. Uh, they were they were allowed in there if they could um, prove the Ethiopian um, Jews. Yeah, yeah, and you know, so this is this is always the comeback you get from. Still got to be a Jew though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's their uh, that's their prerequisite. So, I'll I'll keep my. Uh, I'll keep my wedding tackle intact and forego, um, <laughs> forego those those types of claims. But the 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 problem when arguing with them and and arguing with the Jews, I don't agree with having an Arab state either. That's the same problem, different team. Mm-hmm. It's just that the, the the problem I have with it is I don't care about the religious and ethnic claims. You had a swath of people with private property from whatever background mostly Arab and mostly Muslim, some Christian, sprinkle of Jews. And they had that property forcefully confiscated from them and about 900,000 of them forced to move or killed who cannot return. Mm. And that's just annexation. That's what's kind of happening to London in the slow burn is half of Pakistan has moved to London and they're not taking the houses, but the government is just like giving them hotels and stuff. And so like, well, if you have a free house and a subsidized income, it's pretty easy for you to take over other territories where other people have to pay their rent and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like it. And dude, I I watched it happen, you know, where I, I grew up, there was, you know, my grandparents on one side, was prisoner of war to the British, and it was a sort of Polish-Italian region um, where I grew up. And then, you know, three weeks after nine eleven, uh, my well, my grandmother's next door neighbour, but I can consider it my next door neighbour. The uh, he he chopped the head off a young lad along with six others um, whilst he was walking home. Little young lad, tiny. Called Ross Parker, his name. Boy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they um, and and that's just one of many, many um, vicious types of murders and attacks that are on the constantly ongoing in the UK. And and you know, why did uh, he do it? Uh, well, British you know the. Yeah, he was just walking through the wrong, you know, it was a shortcut literally from the center of the city just to get to where he lived. And, you know, it, it was, if you say that stretch of road that he had to walk on was 200 meters, would be probably stretching it. And um, he, he literally got to the end of that and was near the, near an underpass, which would have sort of taken him back into uh, Whiteyville. And they um, they sprayed him in the face with CS gas. They had like a twelve inch Bowie knife, ball peen hammer, and did it did a number on him. 
and you know he was walking with his girlfriend as well and by the For time she reason, ran across like well it was it was three weeks after 9-11 i, re- I can remember it like it was yesterday right well america and, got attacked in 9-11 so why is some british boy being killed by some but that that was that was their thing so they were um uh they were they were praising bin Laden. i know it sounds cliched but this is this is what they were doing they were they were <laughs> literally um lauding Keep the momentum going yeah <laughs> yeah but th- there's a um there's a militant aspect to to islam that's baked into it right? sure. and this yeah. this is the and th- so this is where the jews or the israelis you know they 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 have fertile ground to be making the the, the defensive claims, I guess. Oh, they would say, yeah, we but can't. why? <laughs> Not really. I mean, why did Bin Laden? They weren't always like this. Like, why did Bin Laden attack the United States? And who helped him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, how did you recruit so many people in Al Qaeda? Like, I don't know, because the U.S bombed lebanon and starved half a million mm. kids in iraq like if you want to compare the death toll far more muslim children have been killed by the west than the other way around like yeah, yeah. Ter- terrorism um, is a reaction to occupation and the well the so you know but fuck ahead. that guy chopping heads off in london like <laughs> that's yeah. something the queen's supposed to do god damn it <laughs> But that's 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 what they do, man. OG um, head choppers. Although mm, you know who's number one in head chopping, right? The samurai. Uh, really? Like by far. Oh yes. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I know they did it, but um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize they had such a. How should we say? It was just horrific. Uh, I mean, like they didn't even like bury and burn the dead. They just went and collected all the heads. <laughs> that's hilarious. Is it, in, it in wasn't the castle execution near me, so much. It was just like they killed him, however, and then they cut mm. the head off. Right. Yeah. The uh, there's a castle close to where I am, and uh, yeah, you can climb up the steps and go and see. And fucking, you know, you can see like old samurai armor. No, this is um, in your armor. Uh, and because uh, I was the... in Nagoya and I was like, I I wanted to see the castle, and some crap happened, and I I was like four minutes from when it closed or whatever, and the gate shut, and I never got to see it. So. Yeah, I mean, once you've seen one Japanese castle, you've seen them all. <laughs> but <Aww>. in, <laughs> inside, there's uh, you can see the traditional armor right it's mm. fucking tiny these people must have been like <laughs> three foot tall I swear to god um they're about um, five three five four back then pretty much around the world mm, yeah i don't know man i've seen like medieval armor from europe that that seemed, I i remember that seeming bigger and uh you know more uh how would you say more in line with uh, what, I, what I would expect. Well, like this, only twelve percent uh, of men in the world are six feet or more, mm, even today, yeah. right? 
So it's not like, mm-hmm. oh, six feet tall, people figure that in their head is average. I'm like, no, that's way above average. Mm-hmm. Five nine is average in the United States, which is like the tallest or second tallest country on earth. So mm-hmm. yeah, even Napoleon, when they're like, oh, he was a short guy, I'm like, they were all short guys. That's just how it was. Mm-hmm. But the Japanese, Japanese samurai are even shorter, bro. <laughs> Probably. But my intro to, but like it was like um not relative to each other. I mean, it's just, that's the height. But it was, um, they had lacquered armor and stuff too. They had all two-handed weapons, no shields. So. But uh, mm-hmm. it was angled, which was something Europeans didn't figure out for a while. They still had flat and round shields. They didn't know how to angle off to get rid of spears. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, that yeah. I'm not, most, I wouldn't most denigrate that. Most of the stuff we see in Hollywood is like, yeah, they had those, but only the super fucking wealthy could have full plate armor. Like some of the battles, um, let's say the 1590s, 1600s, they had maybe 100 to 300 cavalry with like full plate mm. armor. Everyone else, not even chainmail. They're wearing like gambasols, leather, and like maybe. Yeah maybe a buckler or whatever which is why they constantly got fucked by the muslims but um yeah, Europeans... so martial muslims again doing their thing god damn it well well the christians started the whole thing but they uh christians had better cannons ironically because it's not where they're from but the cannon tech was better as so they had better artillery and uh they had a few heavy knights and Usually, whoever yeah, was on the offense lost. Is what it seems like. Well, uh, you know, there's uh, well, there's a few a few things that I can think of. A couple of battles, right? So the one is the gates of Vienna, right? So then I think cannons probably, you know, gun, gunsmithing made a difference. But the sure. is, is it siege warfare the, definitely does. Yeah, the the battle of Saint. The, the French, basically, and the Saint Tours, I think, Battle of Tours. Uh, but, but that's that's. I don't. I don't think there was guns back then. That would have been all just um, spears. Well, or... They didn't have guns. They had cannons way before they had guns. But yeah, mostly it was the Battle of the Spear. There were not a lot of swords, axes, or anything else. It was halberds, pikes, some kind of spear, mm. arrows, style. probably. Definitely but, arrows and lances. But you know, the the um that that battle, the the first one tours, that you know Muslims owned Spain, right? And it was a it was a Spanish uh, sorry, it was an Islamic um I don't know what you would call it. Territory, I guess is the best uh, best description. And you know they they continue to push and out. I would argue that it would it's a inherently um, martial religion when you compare it to Christianity, right? Because I I wouldn't e- I wouldn't even put Judaism in the same context because of its uh, the inward focus that they have, which is the you've got to have a maternal um, line right to be really considered uh, the the kosher. Nah, and... Judaism is more of a parasitic religion. 
they don't do the fighting. They have Christians mm. for them. Yeah, and the, the the sort of injunction in in Islam is that they they view the world as well Dar al Islam, which is under Muslim control, and Dar al Harb, which is basically translates as lands of conquest and war, and you know sort of get back to the um, head choppers next door. Um, you could you could see that and feel that in how they sort of operated on the on the streets, and the, the problem was it was it was very it was very difficult to uh, for the locals to push back against them in any way because of because of the political ideology that had taken root, particularly as I was growing up, and so that, mm. there, there was no there was no easy way of um, combating it, um, you know, if if there was any sort of pushback, you'd have the police at your door. Um, the only people that could push back against them were um, Africans or East, uh, like the Jamaican types, and that that, that used to that fights between them around where I used to live were um, oh constant. Oh, Indians as well. Um, we, we would have a lot of. Uh, um, yeah, Hindu, not, not feather. Mm, yeah, and they 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 would be clashing a lot, and you know because it was just migrant passive or just migrant hotspot as I was growing. I up. don't think I, I would take a a counter view. I don't think the religion is that way because of the theology. I think religion is as religion does, and it's culture. Religion is downstream from culture. And both at the time, Christianity and Islam were militant expansionist of violent religions. I mean, Christianity spread over the New World, killed tens of millions of Indians, right? They they went wherever they could. They went in Africa, India, and they fucked everyone up. They got fucked in the Middle East because they had a, an equal partner. I mean, Constantinople kept changing hands and the, the Muslims could fight back. Uh, and so could the Mongols and so on. Like, everybody was expansionist. The Mongols were not Christian or Muslim, and they conquered everything twice. It was just the way the culture was. And so they would use it as a pretext of, oh, we're spreading Christianity, the kind of way people say we're spreading democracy or whatever. But it's not like an intrinsic part of democracy that makes them warmongering. It's not an intrinsic part of Christianity or Islam that makes them warmongering. It's just they're already warmongering, and so they make the religion fit the culture. Because later you have the exact same religions. I don't see all the warmongering in Indonesia or Canada or whatever, like places that are Christian or Muslim, it's more of a government thing, and they just use religion as an excuse. That's how I view it. Mm, well, it's the uh, <laughs> being on the streets with them, bro. <laughs> I've seen the, I've seen and heard the uh, the religious. Um, That's just how stupid poor people act, though, of any religion. You could you could go to a, a black ghetto Christian neighborhood in Chicago and get the same crap. Yeah, but the, are, are they are they like I growing up, man? The uh, you had well, to tread real, real is, uh, Nike and starter or whatever, but 
yeah, you could the... you could get the hyper consumerist bullshit, the same same kind of crap. They wouldn't really chop someone's head off; they just shoot them a bunch of times. But I mean, they're still mm. dead. Yeah. Mm. Well, I would just you know you can you can have a look right now as recent example. There was a good clip I saw the other day. It was in Berlin, I think, for like the New Year's Eve festival, and you know it's become a sort of it's a yearly uh, a yearly um riot for them right and there was there was a i want to say it was a french reporter and he's sort of and you've got the quote-unquote youth sort of photobombing the camera and what have you and literally it almost looked like a uzi type weapon or a or a auto glock or something cool cool it with the anti-semitism (laughs) <laughs> but the uh yeah it just literally uh, the, uzi, the uzi was invented by a pennsylvania jew <laughs> his last but it name was, was uzi named it after himself <laughs> but it, it was you know handheld machine pistol right and you know it was hard to see in the in the camera but just you know fired off That's a burst. Called, uh, smg submachine gun and yeah. You know that's that's the state of Europe's streets right now, and you know there's the you know I, I get that there's the discussion the what's the clergy type plan white replacement thinking and um, yeah you know having having had to, having to grow up with it and see it in its rawest form. Um, it it felt very much um, how would you say facilitated um, to the point where authorities were were well they gave them protected class status and you know and you you see that in the UK with the uh, the rape gangs etc. Um, if you think that's just going about on the royal in the UK, family or the Pakistani one. Well, the um, Pakistani. Um, uh, I know you meant that or Prince Andrew. Yeah, yeah that's. <laughs> gonna say the, um, it's interesting you brought up the uh, the Battle of Tours, which I know that's what it's called. But it was actually in Western France because I believe that was Charles Martel. Yes. Uh, that yeah. led to that victory. I'm from North Carolina, so he became the first king of the. The Carolinian dynasty, which our state is named after, Charles is Caroline, yeah, and uh, so it wasn't North and South; it's just Carolina in the beginning until 1712. They divided into North Carolina, South Carolina, but mm-hmm. um, Charles Martel, the Carolinian king, is where the Carolines, uh, Carolinas, are named after. Mm-hmm. The, it was just the Carolina. And you know, there's there's this, and again, you sort of fall into the um, the Jewish line of argument, which is, you know, which which history are you going to go by? In you know, because I, I bet you, if you went back, or I bet you could find people right now who would say, oh, Carolina should be uh, just all one country, all, all one state." country or even secede from the union and this is well you know who his grandson was right charles 
grandson or I think it's is it Pepin's? Pepin's in Carloman. Carloman comes from Carolina. Carolinaman. Um, but that was Charlemagne. Hmm. The first like, and, major emperor and probably the most successful king in anywhere ever. And, I don't know. I give the top four. In fact, Charlemagne is... You ever play cards? The four kings. King of diamonds, hearts, kings, spades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlemagne is one of the kings. Before, huh, didn't, didn't know that. <laughs> Just yeah, started the uh, because it used to be wands, cups. Uh, it was based on astrology stuff. So wands, cups. You can still see that. I think the jacks still hold like the the what do you call it? The fancy word for cup, whatever. Uh, Goblet. Charlotte. Nah, the French one. Um, yeah, it's a goblet, but it's like whatever they say, the goblet French. You're holding that, and the thing that kind of looks like a sword sheath. Chalice, actually, chalice, someone put it. Chalice, 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 yes. The chalice, yeah. yes. I was like, chalice, something, chalice. He's holding the chalice, and then they have the wand, which looks like a, a serrated sword. It's not. That black and white zigzag on that mm. stick is actually a wand. Uh, for mm. water symbol, which goes back to the whole like uh, elemental crap in astrology of earth, wind, and fire, and da, da, da. all the way back to the ancient Greeks. So a lot of the symbols on the face cards in a deck of cards go back to these ancient kings and like pre-astronomy, which is astrology, and pre-psychology, which is and pre-chemistry, mm. which is alchemy. Pre-psychology is sorcery. Are mm still uh, in the symbols on the cards and they changed the uh, the classic spade club heart diamond was also changed. The black and red is exactly the same. Uh, you have a suicidal king, the king of diamonds. The one is, it looks like his sword goes into his head. And this all, every single one of these things has historical roots that everyone used to know. I need, I need to go and find a deck of playing cards now. <laughs> yeah, go find I just, I do like a amateur magician, so I've seen cards a lot. But like, I was like, what is the fucking origin of, why are all these like exactly like this? Why is this king always killing himself? Why is this one always like this? What the fuck is a jack? What is a jack? Like in, like you have a king, a queen, what is he? Jack of, uh, jack of all trades. Well, see, okay, jack of all trades is actually, they always say uh, jack of all trades is master of none, but that's not the entirety of that saying. But jack is a filler word, the way we say John Doe, like if you don't know someone's name, they die, you call them John Doe or Jane Doe. Mm. Um, it used to be jack instead of John in Britain. And so you get generic, like like in Japanese, you know, they say Tato, like Momotaro for the Peach Story, something something Tato is just like every character's name is Tato, just generic guy's name. So mm. you have like Jack and the Bing Stock, Jack and Jill, Jack Big Nimble will mm. be quick, whatever, Jack Dylan Bubble the Candlestick. Jack uh, John and the Beanstalk don't have the same. Jack and the Beanstalk is name is Jack. It's Jack. His name will always be Jack. Every poem, every super old story. Um, from Jack and Jill, which used to be Jack and Gill. It was two boys. They changed it to Jill for preschool or whatever. But um, Thank God. Is... <laughs> no, because they're fetching water. Why would you send a girl to fetch water? <laughs> she can't carry any water. 
She's supposed and to be washing in Africa. clothes at the end. <laughs> well, that's why they fail. They send the women to do that as well. <laughs> that's and look at them. <laughs> how that work? How that work out? He sent the wrong team. <laughs> no, Jack was just sort of the generic like uh, word for boys in a story, right? Even when they said Jack the Ripper, it just meant like, well, they don't know his name, so they just call him Jack. There's some Jewish guy, by the way. But, um, that's where Jack comes from. So you don't know Jack. Like, you don't know Jack shit, Jack of all trades, uh, all the Jack stuff. Even your Jack-o'-lantern is just like a generic.